Thanks for downloading or purchasing this sermon from Christchurch Forward. To find out more, visit forwardchurch.co.uk or join us on Sundays. Well, do please sit down. Thank you, band. It is uh, great to see you all here. And can I say, you have chosen a brilliant day to come. It's always good to come to church, I hope. But uh, today is a very special day because we have a very special guest. She's never been to uh, a church service here before. And so I know you're very good at doing this. Can we have a very big, warm, forward welcome to Lottie Parts? Oh, we seem to be in trouble. Has anybody, has anybody seen Lottie Parts? Where is Lottie? Oh, oh, she's up there. Oh, Garrett. Oh, you'll come and give us a hand. Yeah, very good. You'll give us a hand as well. You're legging it towards me. Great. It would be a disaster, wouldn't it, if she wasn't here? Oh, yeah, it would be. I got it, don't worry. I got it sorted. Let me sort it that one out. Yeah. Right, there we go. Yeah. Good old Lottie. Yeah. Bless you, see you yeah. later, thanks. Yeah. Well, that wasn't exactly what I'd planned. Uh, uh, dear poor old Lottie, um, she's not in a good way. She's in lots of parts, Lottie parts, just in case you hadn't got it. It's not going to get any better than that, so at least enjoy it now, if you will. So there's, there's poor, poor Lossie in, in parts. And um, look, we're going to be looking at um, uh, one part of the Bible this morning called 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And in verse 12, it says this, the body is a unit, though it's made up of many parts. And though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ and with, with his body, the people of God. Uh, We're not to be in parts. We're meant to be one body. We are very different, but we're meant to be one body. But you know, we're going to be honest this morning and say sometimes we're not like that. Sometimes some of us think we're very important and don't need others, and so we kind of push one part away. Others of us don't think we're very important at all, and we think, well, we're not really needed. And so the body becomes part into unhelpful parts. I think we need to ask God for forgiveness and say sorry for that. So the reading today comes from page 1153, page 1153 of the Church Bibles, and it's from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, beginning to read at verse 12. The body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts. And though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ. For we were all baptised by one spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slave or free. And we were all given the one spirit to drink. Now the body is not made up of one part, but of many. If the foot should say... Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body. It would not, for that reason, cease to be part of the body. And if the ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body. It would not, for that reason, cease to be part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, 
Where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has arranged the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honourable, we treat with special honour. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has combined the members of the body and has given greater honour to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honoured, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each of you is a part of it. Tom, thanks uh, very much indeed for reading. And you might like to keep that uh, Bible passage open in front of you because we're going to have a look at it now uh, in the next uh, few moments. We've, um, we've met uh, Lottie, Lottie Parts, and um, we've, we've laughed about it, actually. But, uh, you know, if this were a real body, it would be horrible, macabre, illegal. We wouldn't be laughing at all. And uh, that's what we're thinking about today. The church is like a body. It is a body, as we've just heard from verse 12 again. Uh, We are a body, and like anybody, although we have many parts, we mustn't have our parts separate from each other like this. I'm a foot, not a hand. I don't belong to the body. That's verse 15. And that's verse 16. How strange is that? Just imagine that if you woke up in the morning and parts of your body then went sort of wandering off. Here's the foot and the ear thinking they're not really very important at all. And we might think like that. We might think of our foot. Well, it's not a hand. Oh, the hand, oh, I use that for so many things. Feet, not so important. We might think the same about an ear. Uh, you know, uh, hearing, I know it's important, but not anywhere near as important as the eye. I don't know, maybe we think like that. That's the sort of thing that's going on in this Bible passage. And in the same way, in the church family, it's easy for us to think that we're not quite as important as other people. We might uh, see other people who are really prominent and think they're really important people. Go and have a seat for a moment, why don't you? We might think, ah... The vicar, he's really important, don't need them. Uh, Or the musicians, or the evangelists, or the Bible study leaders. Or if we're younger, we might think, oh, people who are really good at drama, they're really important. People who know their way around the Bible. People who are really funny, we like them being part of the church. I wouldn't be at all surprised if there aren't some sitting here this morning who think, you know, I'm just a coffee cup, a coffee pourer, or a cleaner, or a washer-upper, or... I'm quiet. I can't do anything really important. Now, if you're feeling like that, you might be tempted to say, 
I don't really need to be part of this body. They don't really need me. I wouldn't be missed at all. I don't really belong here. But that's not true of our physical bodies. Look at verse 17. If the whole body were an eye, we wouldn't be able to hear. If the whole body were an ear, we wouldn't be able to smell. There's all sorts of jokes about smelling, but we won't go there now. You may not think that you're as important as someone else, but uh, we are a body and we can't function without you. Sundays, for example, if the whole body were a preacher then I'd be the only person here this morning and that wouldn't be much fun at all. It wouldn't be anywhere near as good as it is with what we have here. On Sundays, there are so many people involved. There are the musicians that we've already enjoyed. Uh, There'll be somebody reading the Bible. Tom's already done that in a moment. There'll be people praying. There's the Sunday school teachers that are over there at the moment. There are people who welcomed you on the way in. There are the administrators that help put the, um, uh, the, 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 the orders of service together. Um, there are cleaners who clean this building. There are cleaners who clean the toilets over there. What a job that is. In our children's groups, week after week, some people, well, some people are quieter than others, but that's good. We don't want everybody being really loud. Some people are really good at drama. Others are very knowledgeable. Others set up the tables. Others make the squash. I was uh, looking at um, our church family uh, news thing that we gave out last week. And um, there's a little article here. It's a great article about carols by candlelight. You know, a couple of, uh, a couple of um, a months ago now where we had eight services of carols by candlelight. And somebody has worked it out that um, it's not just all about the preacher or the choir or the orchestra that we had here. To make every one service happen at carols by candlelight, we needed two candlelighters 10 stewards, two wardens, eight readers, two first aid attendants, four car park attendants, 11 refreshment servers, 12 creche helpers and two cleaners. That was to make every single one happen. We all need each other. We couldn't have done any of that with just one person. And of course, all I'm talking about at the moment is Sunday services or special services like Carols by Candlelight. Really, we need to see the church as much more than what we do on a Sunday formally like this. The church is what we do all week round. We need each other. And there are some people who do different things uh, that are very good at doing the different things they do. God has made some people particularly good at certain things and that's called gifts in the Bible. Some have the gift of encouragement. I'm so encouraged by some people coming up and saying things to me that spur me on. Others have what's called the gift of helps. They help other people. It's a brilliant thing to keep people going. People show great acts of kindness. Others show gifts of hospitality, having people not just round for a meal, but opening their home. Some people are very quiet, but those quiet people are often the quiet people who spot other quiet people. And I think of some of the children who befriend another quiet person. And that is a really crucial thing to do. So many good things go on behind the scenes every day, all through the week. If you do a low-key thing, don't think, I'm not needed. If you think, I'm just a little toe or a hair follicle in God's body, don't think like that. You're very important. You are part of the body. And you're not only important to us, you're important to God. Look at verse 18. 
In fact, God has arranged the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. So Bigfoot, who's through there, let me say, we need you, you're very important. And Big Ear, we need you as well, you're very important too. Some people don't think they're very important at all. Others, of course, think far too highly of themselves. Now that fantastic bit of drama is verse 21. (laughs) That is verse 21. Some parts of the body think they're so important that they don't need others. These are usually the more prominent parts of the church. The preacher, the Bible teachers, the small group leaders, the wardens, the evangelists, the staff team, children who are really good at drama, people who are really funny, those who really know the Bible well, don't need anybody else. Those people can think that they really don't need other people around them. But that is like waking up in the morning and the head looking at other parts of the body thinking, I'm the one who makes all the decisions around here. I'm the real thinking person around here. I don't need you. And then sort of chopping off their foot. It would be odd. It would be sick, frankly. We mustn't cut others off or cut others out or block others off. Thank you very much. Why don't you just go and have a little seat for a moment? See, as a preacher and evangelist, I can tell you that some of the best work that goes on in the church are the conversations at uh, small talk and commotion. And then I think of the friendships that are made at the school gate and other friendships that have been made with people over many, many years that result in people wanting to come along to Christianity Explored and get involved in Christian things. Then there are those who really care for people in practical ways, showing the love of God towards others. And that results in people saying, I want to know more about Jesus. Those are the things that go on behind the scenes, unnoticed. They're not very prominent, but they are very, very important. And that is verses 22 and 23. And as verse 24 explains, we don't say much about the prominent and obvious people They know that they're an important part of the body. But what we must do is treat other people who are less prominent with special honour. Those who don't appear to be important. So I want to do that now. I want to think of the carers and the cleaners in this church and the cooks and the coffee makers. You should have special honour. And I want to think of those who visit people and who encourage people and who befriend others you should have special honour. I want to think of those who move chairs so that we can actually have a meeting together. Uh, Those who fold orders of service. Uh, Those who quietly go on behind the scenes being kind and making friends. You're very important. You are part of this body and we need you. And indeed saying that and acknowledging that is how the eye and the head, those obvious roles who think they're important, That's how they stop themselves from becoming Mr. Big Head and writing others off. Finally, as we draw to a close, look down with me to verse 24. I'm going to read from halfway through verse 24. God has combined the members of the body, 
and has given greater honour to the parts that lacked it, so there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honoured, every part rejoices with it. Isn't that last point not only important, but isn't it a wonderful thing? Well, we know it in our own lives, don't we? If you're putting something up on the wall and you bang your thumb, you don't just say, oh, my thumb's hurting. You say, all of me's hurting. I'm hurting. Uh, Think of your back. The back is something that uh, we very rarely see. We don't show it off. But if it's hurting, if it goes, if you put it out, the whole body is affected. There's stuff you can't do. It is the same in the body of Christ. When someone's in trouble or hurting or suffering, we all suffer. It happens in my family. When one member is struggling, perhaps struggling at school, it's on my mind. It affects me all day long. I pray for them. I support them. I try to sort it out if I can, but I can't always do that, but I want to be there for them. Or on the other hand, when one, mum, when, when, one, when one member of the family does really well, perhaps passing some exams, we go out and celebrate. Uh, we go out for a meal. I may not have taken the exam, but I still celebrate with those who've done well, and of course I enjoy the food as well. We suffer with those who suffer. We rejoice with those who rejoice. That's how it should be in the body of Christ. Maybe you're a newcomer here and you're looking in, thinking, do I want to be part of that? We're not perfect. But let me say, doesn't that sound brilliant? A group of people who say, we're not perfect, but we want to look out for each other. A group of people that, yeah, there are some who are more prominent, but they're not more important. There are other people who do things behind the scenes. They're very important as well. A group of people that you could be part of and you'd have a part to play as well. We're not to be like poor Lottie parts. We should be united, one body, different parts with different roles, but united, all needing each other. And so if you're here this morning or any time you think I'm not important, don't believe it and don't wander off. Don't separate yourself from the body. And when you're thinking, I'm really important. I've got a really crucial role. Don't think like that. Don't write other people off. Remember, we're all one body. So let's rejoice in each other. Well, we're going to sing now. We're going to sing a song which is uh, on the service order. It's called Your Love. We've been thinking about really the way we love one another. The Bible tells us that um, because God first loved us, so we love one another We're going to sing of that first love that he loved us with. Your love will last forever. I think there are some actions for this. Let's stand as we sing together.